Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell joined by Jenna Tobble, First Alliance Credit Union for what is a very, very special program, right Jenna? Absolutely it is. It is our 100th episode. I can't believe that. (laughs) I know. That's almost two years of talking. Two years of you writing outlines and doing a lot of research as well. Yes, yes. Yeah. I wish I had some balloons to release or fireworks to set off or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) We've covered a lot of ground over those 100 episodes. Yeah, we sure have. Yeah. Um, so what are we going to talk about today on this very special anniversary program? Yeah. So today we're going to do things a little bit different. I thought it would be great to kind of look back and reflect on and recap some of our kind of favorite financial topics that we've talked about and share some solid tips and advice um, that I think our listeners could hear again and help them make good money moves. Um, and so this show is going to be structured a little bit different than what we normally do. So I'm kind of excited to give this a try today. Um, we're going to bring in a couple different guests throughout the show. And first I have with me to share some awesome tips about loans and lending and credit scores and loan payments is Troy. And you hopefully... If you've listened to this show in the past, I'm sure you've heard Troy. He's um, been on many times and shared tons of solid advice and information with us about these topics. And so I've invited him to come back again today and talk about some of his favorite topics that we've talked about. All right. So Troy Brenhog with us this morning on Good Money Moves. How you doing, Troy? I'm well. I'm well. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm glad to have you here. You certainly have been on more than a few of the episodes. So it's great to have you back for this 100th uh, episode celebration. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm trying to think of the ch- times that you've been on chatting with us. I think the one thing that comes to my mind right away is when you uh, early on explain credit scores and how they work. Maybe we can cover that ground again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so credit scores um, are something that, you know, it kind of it dictates a lot of things that we do, right? Um, from being able to rent or buy, um, to get in a cell phone, um, to insurance. I mean, your your credit score encompasses so much. And to really understand that, I mean, at a really high level, um, your score, uh, if you can think of a pie, is made up of first and foremost, um, 35% of your score is made up by on-time payments. So do you make your payments when they're scheduled? Uh, The second part, uh, which is 30% of your score, comes down to uh, capacity. And capacity is just, uh, we kind of spoke about how how you use your credit cards or revolving lines. so if you're maxing out your revolving lines, uh, credit cards, lines of credit that can that can impact you, um, those two put together are 65% of your score. Um, after that, 
15 percent year score um, is how long you've had credit and how long you've had particular trade lines um, followed by um, credit mix and a credit mix remember that there's um, three types or three categories of credit that a credit bureau looks at and that is uh, the acronym RIM right revolving installment and then mortgage or some call it real estate those three uh, your credit score takes a look and see to make sure that you have a good mix of all the above and you don't only have one of those three um, types of credit huh. then the last one is 10% uh, also and it's just um, are you out there opening uh, new trade lines or getting loans or credit cards um, frequently I don't want so to... yeah go ahead I was gonna say when we've talked about them in the past we spent a lot of time talking about capacity and what that meant because I think even I was a little confused about it. When you're talking about capacity, you're talking about that, let's say I have a Visa card. My capacity is whatever my credit limit is on that Visa card, correct? That's correct. How much maximum credit I have. So then my usage would be whatever percentage of that maximum. Right. So, so I think, Andy, to your point, we use the... Uh, the example of if your if your Visa card had a ten thousand dollar limit, and you used eight thousand dollars, or your balance was eight thousand dollars on that card, you've used eighty percent of your capacity of that card. And that's that high of capacity is probably going to hold down your credit score or affect yeah. it in a negative fashion. Yeah. So. Um, in that episode, we kind of touched on, you know, what we've uh, some research some research has showed shown that for every one percent of your available credit lines that you use, <coughs> excuse me, um, equates to one point on your credit bureau. So, okay. Yeah, if you use eighty percent in the example we just did, you're and that's all the revolving lines you had, essentially your credit score could be 80 points higher if you didn't, if you had a zero balance on there. Okay. And uh, what was the other part about credit scores? You need them, don't you? I mean, we mentioned that. I, I've talked to more than a couple of young people with the low interest rates and mortgage loans now mm -hmm. interested in moving into the, owning a home and finding themselves um really without an adequate credit history. So it's pretty darn important to establish one of these, I take it. Yeah, the earlier you can do it to your point, Andy, because a person just never knows when rates are gonna be this low, right? Historically, they've never been right. for mortgages. Um, so, I mean, if you can do something now just to get your credit file started, I mean, at a minimum, 15% is length of credit history. You start that right as soon as you open up your first line, along with making on-time payments, which is 35% of your score, and then giving yourself some capacity, which is 30% of your score. So in other words, if you make your payments in short order, a matter of perhaps a year, you're going to establish a, lot, uh, a credit score. 
Yeah, and in fact, to that point, um, so that what I just spoke about is is FICO's um, way of uh, figuring out a credit score. Now, there's there's Vantage score, there's Beacon score, there's many different algorithms out there. So, um, a FICO is what we go off of, and um, uh, Equifax is the one I'm most familiar with, and they actually say within six months of okay. um, reporting trade lines, you will get a score. You mentioned within the credit score categories, they'd like to see a mix of different types of loans, and you mentioned the the revolving, the installment, and the mortgage, but you can also divide loans into the way you pay interest on them as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, so loans typically are have a start and an end date already established. And typically with a loan, it comes with a fixed rate of interest. Whereas uh, there are also lines of credit, um, which lines of credit also encompass credit cards. And those typically have a variable rate. Um, they have a start date, but typically don't have an end date. So you can continue to revolve it. Use it, pay it back, use it, pay it back. Right. If that makes sense. But during that time, the interest rate can move as well. Yeah. So depending what's happening out there. Yeah, Andy, and it's it, that's a good point because every every credit card or every variable um, interest rate has to be tied to an index, um, and indexes obviously move with um, many different variables. So it's important that you understand. Um, if you get a variable rate interest, what will move the needle on your interest rate? For us, it's a prime interest rate. Okay. So in general, as interest rates rise, your variable credit rates will also rise. Yeah, general rule of thumb. General rule of thumb. Okay. Yeah. Well, Troy Brenhog with First Alliance Credit Union, good to have you on for today's program on Good Money Moves. Yeah, thank you, Andy. All right. And uh, we we have to take a break already, and we'll continue. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Jenna Tobles here, and we'll bring along another First Alliance Credit Union expert when we return on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Did you know the average home takes on 40 pounds of dust per year? Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to the 100th episode of Good Money Moves here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Topples with us. And who are we joined by now? I have brought Michelle Dodd back with us. Oh, she is, yeah, the branch manager at one of our, lo- well, at two of our locations, our Stuartville location and our Northeast Rochester location. So I'm excited to have her come back. Okay. We've talked We've spoken with Michelle a number of times, and I think mm-hmm. I think one of the items we focused on was savings. Is that correct, Michelle? We certainly did. Thanks for having me back, you guys. Yeah, you yeah, guys. Um, want to talk a, a little bit about some benefits of savings because that's my favorite thing. Um, the more money you save, the more confident you feel in what, everything you do all the time. So, got some tips on saving money today. Okay, go ahead. All right. So 
My first tip, I got three. My first tip is just to save something every month. So it's important to have a savings built up for unexpected expenses. You know, a big one we see often is car expenses. I need new tires or I need to repair on my car. If you've got money in savings, this doesn't become a problem. You've got peace of mind for it. So one thing I suggest to people is just save a little bit out of every paycheck. You can save a small amount, like $20 a month. It goes directly, when your direct deposit comes into checking, it goes into savings. You're now saving $40 a month. So just over time, that will add up and it will build. And you won't even know it's gone, I promise. Um, another thing is to pay off a loan. Take that amount that you're paying, if you're paying, say, $300 on that loan. Once the payment is done, continue to save that $300. Put that right away into the savings account. You're saving up for your next down payment on your next car, potentially. I I really do too because it's just it's like almost like a no-brainer but also it's like you don't think about it (laughs) because you're so excited to not have that car payment anymore but really it it just benefits you so much to keep putting that away that I I love that yeah that will add up very quickly (laughs) yeah very quickly all right so my second tip is to plan ahead and budget for larger expenses so we usually know when we're going to make a large a large purchase. Uh, at my house recently, our refrigerator started making some very strange noises. <laughs> um, and it just kind of made us nervous that it's going to go out at some point. And my husband is a hunter, so we have deer meat in the freezer. So not only would they lose a refrigerator, we're going to lose a freezer full of meat. So there's two expenses there. But So what we did is we started saving money as soon as we started hearing the weird noises. Started putting something aside so that when we needed that fridge or when it clunked out on us, we were prepared to buy the next one. Um, so trying to save at least part of it is always a big thing for large expenses. That's um, an awesome tip. Yeah. And, you know, ironically, we got the refrigerator. I picked out a stove at the same time. And guess what? The stove went out a week before we got the new one. So oh, we got lucky, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing with that is, which we didn't do, I, maybe this is my example of don't do as I do, but make sure you don't impulse buy. If you can make a list before you go to store of what you need. Um, that's probably a really good option as well. So planning ahead to think about what you Okay. Um, budgeting. With that, I guess. Budgeting. Yes, budgeting. We, we talked a lot about budgeting we on did. episodes I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we I, there hasn't been a single episode that we haven't mentioned budgeting. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I want to show you how important it really is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and I love your tip about, you know, just making that list like those are such like little things that you can do but they just make such a big impact on your finances overall like i can think of the number of times where i i went to the store and i didn't have my list and not only did i forget half the things i was supposed to get but i ended up buying a bunch of stuff i never needed in the first place just because i i was kind of browsing so i that is like one of those essential things that is such an easy thing to do but will save you so much money in the long run Absolutely. Well, just think of, you know, there's good marketing people out there. Their goal is to sell you things you don't need. So they're going to make them look really good so that you want to buy them when you're there. Absolutely. And you really got to, you know, watch those those sales too. They'll try to kind of win you over with some things that maybe sometimes aren't actually the best um, price, even though it's being advertised that way. So it's really important too, I think, to just do a little bit of research ahead of time, especially for some of those big purchases like you were talking about a few minutes ago where, you know, it it can be really tempting really to tempting get the latest, get and, the latest greatest. and greatest. Yeah, the whole part about budgeting is planning ahead and avoiding those impulse buys is a big part of it. 
Isn't that the truth? So really paying attention to small purchases. So, you know, thinking about how much you spend. If you're a coffee drinker and you go get coffee every day. Now, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I drive by um, those coffee places and there's 10 to 12 people in line at a time. And, you know, you, you pick, get your coffee and then you're spending 6 to $8 a day. Um, or you get gas and you go inside to pay and you pick up 10 or $15 worth of snacks or treats or other things at the store. Just spending an extra $10 a work day, just a work day, so Monday through Friday, you're spending $2,600 a year. Um, I think I brought this one up because my husband is the king of buying a whole bunch of stuff and spending 15 bucks every time he goes into a, a gas station um, to purchase things. And we just had a conversation about how much that adds up. Um, and really not paying attention to that, you don't think much of it. Um, or eating out, eating out for lunch every day. It's 15 to $20 to eat out for lunch. Over time, that really adds up. You know, you can spend $15 and you can buy lunch meat and sandwich, you know, sandwich bread and get a whole week's worth of lunch for probably 6 or $7. So it's just the little things that you have to pay attention to. Those little details matter a lot. Michelle Dodd with First Alliance Credit Union with us on this 100th episode of Good Money Moves. Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union, of course, with us as well. And we'll talk uh, some more about Good Money Moves when we come back on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. And Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Jenna, you brought in another expert from First Alliance. I did. Chat with us some more as we mark our 100th episode anniversary. Yeah, so I have brought Danielle Sommerfeld back. You guys all have definitely heard her budgeting advice before on this show. She's been on many episodes and talked extensively about um, the basics of budgeting and whatnot. She's kind of our budgeting guru around here. We we love her for that. Um, well, so, thank you. Yeah. You have to get a t-shirt made. I might have to. <laughs> yeah, so, it's exciting to be here for the 100th episode. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. All right, before we get to the budgeting part where Daniel is the guru, I remember in the past, Daniel, we talked about credit cards. Mm-hmm. The use of credit cards. Yes. Yeah, you would be surprised um, sometimes to see how people utilize their credit cards. Um, I know we had talked about some different pros and cons. So there are some pros where... You know, you can use a credit card to book a hotel or, you know, do something if you're going to rent a car, things that work out, you know, to your benefit. But a lot of cons is that people think that they can just use their credit card for day-to-day living, um, which can then cause them some stress towards the end of the month when their bills are ready to be paid. I imagine, yeah, when you, (laughs) if you weren't in a position to pay it completely off, you are adding to your misery by paying that interest payment on top of the cost of the products you need to live. Yes, and generally those interest rates are pretty extreme. So, and you know, really, instead of using um, your credit card and having to pay such high interest rates, getting something like a signature loan when you're trying to plan an event is probably a much more advantageous um, idea. So, in other words, try not to use your credit card 
except for those circumstances where the credit card is really the most convenient thing as long as you are ready to pay it off at the end of the month. Does that sum it all up? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> if you can pay it off at the end of the month, that will be your ben- that'll be to your benefit. Okay. <laughs> right. So we're talking and, Oh, go ahead, Jenna. Yeah, I was just going to add and especially if you're using um a credit card that you has rewards attached to it, so rewards credit cards which are very common and and they sound super cool to have, but if you're not paying off your balance every month, those rewards don't pile up the way that no. you would think they would. So, just another thing to keep in mind when we're talking credit cards, like be very conscious of of the terms and conditions that come along with those and, and make sure you're actually getting a benefit from it and that's not working against you. We've talked mm-hmm. often that they're an excellent tool, but if they're not used the way they should be used, they can really, really cause mm-hmm. you a lot of problems. Absolutely. So yes. let's get to the budgeting part because <gasps> My that favorite is part. the ultimate good money move. Maybe cover <laughs> some budgeting basics on this 100th episode anniversary program. Absolutely. I think um, one thing that I really took away from our budgeting, um, you know, conversation we had a couple of weeks ago was just that it's really important to be very honest with your budget. Um, A lot of people, you know, write down what they think they spend on a regular basis, um, which may not really be the truth. So understanding your budget from what you bring in to what you have going out and knowing exactly what those numbers are is one of the best benefits you can really have for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't just leave it up to guessing what you're spending. You actually have to like look at your transaction history and make sure that it's balancing out. I mean, there's a reason it's called balancing your budget. At the end of the day, you should have not spent more than what you had coming in. It should really balance out. And hopefully right. you have some left in that you didn't spend (laughs) yes and you should always try to plan for budgeting to your savings account Mm -hmm. um if you can just even put away as much as you feel comfortable with i don't want to say a dollar amount because it's not fair um but whatever you feel comfortable with every month you would be so surprised at the end of the year or the end of you know the two years how much cash you can really put away every month Mm-hmm. So is the single most important thing about a budget actually starting a budget? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Take that first yes. step, right? Yeah. And it's not always easy, but we do have tools even at First Alliance. And while I might say I love budgeting and can be an expert, a lot of our team members are too. So you can always stop in and see someone and they'd be happy to give you um, some budget worksheets that we have or on our website too. So it works out sure. really well. And you had yeah. mentioned earlier the following the budget just from my own experience is it's a process. Yes. So it's constantly being adjusted as circumstances change, as the kids get older or your job changes and perhaps mm-hmm. you need a bigger clothing budget now, you have to make yeah. adjustments for it and figure out where that Absolutely. money's going to come from. And, you know, one thing I like to tell people, too, is, you know, you when you first start kind of Googling budgets and what your percentages in categories and things should be, like, 
those are just guidelines. You don't, your budget doesn't have to exactly match what some random blog tells you your budgeting categories should be. It's a guideline to help you follow to make sure that you're not, you know, spending too much on your housing and not leaving enough left in your grocery budget. But if if you're close or if where you're at is comfortable for you and you're still managing to not overspend, that's okay. Like some people really love cooking and maybe their food budget is just going to be a little bit higher because of that but then you would see that you're maybe you're going out to eat budget is lower than what a lot of other people's are because you're doing more home cooking but your grocery bill is a little bit more so you know there's just different things you have to take into account based on what how you live your lifestyle and what you enjoy doing excellent Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it definitely makes a difference of how many people live in your household. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. How many of them have a job, right? Yes. <laughs> how many are paying rent? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Danielle. Fantastic information, as always, as we're yeah. talking about good money moves here. And unfortunately, we zipped through our time way too fast. So that means <laughs> i got to throw it over to Jenna and do for the 100th time. Woohoo! Yeah. So tell us about how we can find more information about all these topics we talked to, we've talked about today. Absolutely. As always, I encourage you to visit firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog if you haven't yet. I don't know what you've been doing with your time. It takes two seconds. Um, We release new financial tips and advice every week on our blog. A lot of what we cover here on the podcast is in even more digestible chunks on on our blog. So I highly encourage you to check that out. Um, Of course, you can go back and listen to all 100, well, all 99 episodes plus this one on uh, our website as well, firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com as well. Um, I would love it if you would subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, or TuneIn Podcasting Services. And we've mentioned a lot of the resources available at on our website throughout the show today. Um, you know, free financial tools like our downloadable budgeting calculator. We have a debt consolidation calculator, a smart goals worksheet you can use to help you set some awesome goals, um, and so much more. So check out our website, firstalliancecu.com. And then, of course, I have to say, come in and talk to our team of advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. We're going to help you start making good money moves. Absolutely. Sounds pretty perfect and uh, we'll talk to you next week for episode 101 absolutely <laughs> awesome thanks danielle thank you thank danielle. you guys yes have a good rest of your day you too thanks a lot jenna we'll again talk to you next week mm-hmm. for good money moves right here at news talk 1340 carol c am and 96.9 fm good money moves continues in moments with andy brownell and jenna tobble from first alliance credit union this is news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm the dave ramsey show weekday afternoons at five